so vain. I'm pretty sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Oh, today is Sunday, October 4th, 2020. My name is Joe Batant, and I am the host of this Joe Batant show where I go into the daily life of a man who has had Chinese food for dinner, immediately following a podcast where he talks about eating well and losing weight. It's just Joe Batant, and it's only on one place, Afterthought Media. See you after this music break. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of this Joe Batanz. And uh, it today is. Like I said, the top of the show, Sunday, October 4th, 2020, and we have a lot of things to talk about today. It was quite the day, and then I have a list of topics. A tip with Aiden, was I going to tell you? Uh, I told this story on Fat Camp, but, uh, so you're going to hear a repeat story about me getting carded, and then I felt another story, I forgot what it was, and I'm not back like this, at least for the time being. Um, I don't know, I'll look at the, I have a note right here. It's just, I'm in the recliner of death right now. I don't know what happened during fat camp. I was doing so well. Well, I will say the good news, because, you know, I now have this exercise ball chair that I sit in. And that seems, or seemed, to be doing the trick. And I've been using it for the, since, I don't know, past four or five days. And it seemed to be doing a pretty good job of uh, preventing my sciatica from flaring up. But um, I don't know what happened during fat camp today, um, but my my sciatica started flaring up. And so we have to get to the bottom of it. I wonder actually now, I wonder if it was the recliner of death. I wonder if it was the recliner of death. I don't know. We have to find out. Anyway, let's talk about today. Uh, woke up this morning. I think I woke up close to eight. Oh, no, no, no. I know what happened. I woke up in the middle of the night around three or four. And I had trouble getting back to sleep. But it took me about an hour and I was able to get back to sleep. Uh, it, now, by the way, it wasn't like an hour of me trying to get back to sleep. There is a, a moment where you know, there are moments where I just embrace being awake. I actually do like that time of the day or night is my favorite time of the day is the witching hour from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. I would say it's my favorite time of day anyway. So um, I was, uh, sorry, my, I, I was, I, I don't know, the movie Hocus Pocus came into uh, my head. So like I was, uh, we should talk about that too. But um, in my head, I lost my train of thought. But it's my favorite time of day. And so I read the news. Um, I think I watched. I had already seen Drag Race Holland. But I think I still did some of my Drag Race Holland homework. I was doing things. And then I was like, okay, I'm getting sleepy. Time for bed. And I went back to sleep. And I slept till 8 o'clock in the morning. 
I woke up, and then my mom, I don't think I've talked about this, she has to have a, a, I could do a whole episode on my thoughts on what's going on with my mom and stuff like that, but she has to have a procedure done, a minor procedure done on Wednesday, and so because she's having a minor procedure done, she had to get a COVID test done today to make sure she doesn't have COVID before she goes into the hospital to get said procedure done. And um, <clears throat> so she left around 8.30. I went to the supermarket and got the necessary ingredients for breakfast. And uh, Aiden called, I think, when I was doing that because he was on his way to work this morning. So he and I spoke on his way to work. And then my parents got home and we had our Sunday brunch per usual, a very nice Sunday brunch. They wanted to hear, actually, they wanted to hear Garden Party. So I played it to them and they loved it. They thought I was an idiot for not putting it out immediately. Uh, and so uh, we had that. And then after lunch, after um, brunch, I immediately got to work. You know, I had fallen very far behind on Drag Race Holland, I think I talked about this in some other show, you know, I was talking to somebody about, I think I was talking to Adam Vought today, actually, about he had homework to do. And I've always been very curious about this, curious about this even when I'm tutor kids, who are all tutor kids, and then they're like, oh, I spend my Sundays just doing homework. And I've often asked them, like, why not just, how much homework, if you just sat down and did your homework, how long would it take? And they're like, oh, like two or three hours. I'm like, why do I feel like I would just so much rather get it done on Friday and have the rest of my weekend? I guess alternatively, you could say done on Saturday morning and then have the rest of my weekend. And they were like, no, no. And um, but yet I don't follow my own advice. My Drag Race Holland experience could be so much easier if I followed my own advice, which is watch it when it comes out on Thursday, watch it again on Friday with notes. And then just record the fucking thing on Saturday morning. Right when you wake up. Instead, I uh, I lollygag. So then, and then everything's crammed in. And I'm mad that I just watched this episode three times in a row super close together. So I watched the episode just to watch it on Friday, actually. But late Friday, like where I was sleepy. Okay. Then um, yesterday, I intended to record it and do all that. And I just... Time got away from me because I went to go. I had to go see Mercedes yesterday. And we talked about that this show with him. So then I woke up this morning and I did the after after brunch. I did the notes on um, Drag Race Holland, and I could have immediately then launched into recording the show. But I was like, ugh, no, I can't. So I called Adam Vaught. And we had a very long, leisurely phone call. And then uh, when that was done, <clears throat> I uh, went and I did Drag Race Holland. And uh, I actually thought, you know, I for I didn't, I didn't refuse to go live. I forgot to go live. So for those of you who are big fans of Drag Race Holland Live, <clears throat> I wasn't being derelict in my duty to do live. I just completely forgot. And I didn't real. I literally realized as I ended the recording that I didn't go live. But uh, look, here's the deal is, I don't know. I'm really torn on the live shows. 
there's a weird back end mixer problem going on that I have to deal with, and I've just sort of been reluctant to deal with, which is funny because it's costing me money, and you would think I would be very because it's an easily solved problem. And um, so then there's that, and then uh, I got to contact mixer actually, and then um. Oh, and then uh, I don't even know how I got in the Mixler. Uh, who who knows? I lost my train of thought there. So then I did Drag Race Holland, and that was fine. And uh, I actually, once I do the recording, I'm starting to get the groove of it. And so this one wasn't as bad. This, this has been the easiest one to do, let me say. Uh, I actually found it. I was actually floored by how easy it was. Like... It's funny, of the three times that I watched the episode, I probably felt this one went the quickest for me. So uh, there was that. And then a meet, like literally, and I timed it this way. I knew that Aiden got off work around 2.30. Uh, and I finished around 2.30. And I, and I when I finished, I mean, I finished editing the episode, processing it, and posting it in the ACAST. And then Aiden called, and we talked for a uh, while. I was actually supposed to do Fat Camp at 3 p.m., <clears throat> but he, Aiden felt kind of hurt that he was getting shortchanged on time with me. So I asked Lori if she could do it at 3.30. She said that was fine. And then um, at 3.15, I realized I was really hungry. And I was um, losing time on the ability to have a late lunch. And then next thing you knew, I'd be dinner and I'd be famished. So... Um, which is funny because we actually had dinner very early today. If I would have known we were having dinner this early, I would have just waited until dinner, but whatever. And uh, so I called Lori and said, listen, I'm going to go get a bite to eat. <clears throat> I should be back around close to 3.30. I'm just going to grab a bite to eat and then rush right back. So I stayed on the phone with Aiden. And I need, and then I got in the car and I forgot that earlier I needed gas. But I was like, I'll just do it later. And then so I... I Literally, that I was riding on fumes, you know. So I go to this gas station and I put in my debit card, and it just won't read the goddamn debit card at all. It won't read it. And um, so uh, you know, you just reminded me. Let me make a note to myself. I'm going to call Discover right after this. I use. I had to land up using my Discover card because it wouldn't read any of my debit cards. You know, oh, I'm sorry. The recliner of death is making weird noises lately. Um, so after this, I'll probably call Discover. I see if there's like a way they can just watch my account or something. So, um, <clears throat> uh, oh, and I also get to look at the third topic that we haven't talked about. So, uh, like, it would not take. Oh, the pharmacy drama. I forgot about that. Um. <clears throat> What am I doing? I'm calling Discover. Okay, so. Um, okay, sorry, I'm very scatterbrained right now. I'm also just tired. Uh, this is my fourth show of today. My fourth show. I don't like to do more than, well, I guess including this show, but Tan's more than two a day. I did four because my lazy ass didn't do Drag Race Holland until today, so it's Drag Race Holland. Then I had Fat Camp. 
Then I had Genius Parade because Lori couldn't do Genius Parade on Friday. So everything that was supposed to happen Friday and Saturday got piled onto today. And then I had to do this job at hand. So I'm already burned out today on shows. Anyway, um, so it wouldn't take any of my bank cards. And finally, it took my Discover credit card. And uh, and then I was able to get – I only got a little bit of gas. And then I got a chicken sandwich at McDonald's and shoved it in my mouth on the way home. And then did Fat Camp and did Genius Parade. And then uh, I had just enough time to process those shows. And then my mom wanted me to go get Chinese food with my dad. So I would only just eaten like a couple hours before. And we got Chinese food, and now we ate it and had a nice, long, leisurely dinner, and we just chatted. The mosquitoes are out like crazy. What's funny is I sprayed myself, and now it's funny that I didn't spray in between my fingers, and that's where the, this one mosquito bit me, in right in between my first finger and second finger. We do the peace sign. Now the mosquito bite right there. I found that one spot. Uh, okay, let's cover some drama, not drama, but like uh, stories. <clears throat> That I didn't get to get to yesterday. Story number one is, um, so I just had a routine uh, medicine refill that I needed, uh, a Zoloft in particular. I needed a Zoloft refill. And I'm back in the recliner of death. You're going to hear some weird creaky noises. I needed my Zoloft refilled. And... Uh, so I made the, and actually my medical insurance company Kaiser makes it very easy. And I do this all the time. I go on the app, I hit refill. I pay with my touch ID through Apple pay. And they're actually really fast. So like a couple days later, boom, it arrives in the mail. I don't have to go to a pharmacy. I don't have to do anything. It arrives in the mail. Well, with the Zoloft, I was out of refill. So my doctor had to reapprove it. <clears throat> and when I had a phone appointment with her, she said, oh, I saw that you requested this, so I reapproved it. So I just figured, I never got it. I just figured, oh, well, she put the order in, but maybe when she put the order in, it just didn't know to mail it to me. So on my way to the doctor's office on Wednesday, I went on the app, and it actually has the ability to track via USPS your shipment. And I saw... Actually, that according to USPS, it was delivered like two days after I ordered it. Like I told you, they're really fast. And uh, I was like, I never got it. I asked my parents, and they said they never got it. That was, and I used to, I mean, I'm telling you, that's it's hard to miss. <clears throat> so when I, I said, so I actually I was seeing my doctor that day. I talked to my doctor. She says, oh, we'll talk to the pharmacy when you leave. I go to the pharmacy, they're like, oh, you have to call this special number to get it taken care of. I'm like, the next day I dealt with it. I was on hold with that Fakakta special number for 45 minutes, right? But this, this pays off. That pays off. We'll understand why. 45 minutes I was on hold. And I get on and the guy's like, oh, okay, well, here's what you have to do. Now you have to call the post office, okay, and you have to get a case number. Then you have to call us back and give us the case number. And I was like, hold on there, bub. I was just on the phone for 45 minutes. I'm not waiting on the phone for 45 minutes to give you a number. He's like, all right, I'll call you back at a certain time. And I was like, okay, great. 
So I go to USPS and I have to deal with the post office, which actually wasn't as bad as you think it might be. It was bad, but it wasn't as bad. And I got my case number. Guy calls back. I give him the case number. As he's giving me the case number, he just sounds exhausted. He's like, which one are you? And I told him, he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, I don't know where you fall politically, but what Trump is doing. He's not, the guy doesn't work for the post office. He works for Kaiser Permanente. He goes, what Trump is doing to the post office is awful. Now we're so backed up because all we're dealing with is people's packages not being delivered, their medicine not being delivered. And he goes, and it's, it's happened ever since Trump started tinkering with the post office. He didn't say fuck, but that's what I'm saying. And I was like, oh, interesting. And But I will say the post office was on it. And they called me right away, and they were like, oh, yeah, 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 we're going to have an investigator on it, blah, blah, blah. They, they, said they said they'll have an answer for me by Monday, which is tomorrow for me. So let's find out what goes on tomorrow. But uh, they said I'll have an answer by tomorrow. So uh, there's that story. My medicine got taken care of. But then I had to go to Kaiser again and pick up a temporary order of medicine. It was, it's been a big fucking to-do just to get my crazy pills. I don't know how much time I have. I, was like, I, I think I still have five minutes left. That was great. Three or four minutes, actually. Aiden Tiff. Had a tiff with Aiden the other. I think we were both in just cunty moods. But I actually don't even remember. But I just know it started with me saying something cunty. And then uh, I was mad at him from something. I remember this now. Why was I mad at him? I was mad at him for something. Bitter. And then he said, he was asking me a question. He goes, he said, what are you good at? I think like in, he meant in terms of skill. And I said, apparently finding emotionally unavailable men. And then she turned cunty. And uh, later was like, well, I guess I'm an um, emotionally unavailable man. And then um, we just had it out. I mean, literally for like 45 minutes. It wasn't screaming. But in the end, it was really good. Like It was a tiff, you know. And uh, we recognized it was a tiff. And I even said, you know, I have this fear all the time that if we have a disagreement that you're going to like leave me or break up with me. And so I, I go, I often just hold it in and then let it uh, fester until I can't take it anymore. And again, like I said, Aiden is, I know you guys all have this image of Aiden because of how he presents himself. I don't blame you guys. It's, it's what he does, but what the reality is so much different. He's so emotionally mature. It's so funny. And he and he's the one that talks me down. And he's like, "No, don't think that a fight is a fight. It doesn't mean we're breaking up or anything." So uh, yeah, it was a tiff. It was very, but it was very interesting. And that, that did me and Lori and Aiden was on the phone talking about tiffs that she and Star have had. I had a conversation with Jay Ellis about tiffs that uh, he and his boyfriend Paul have had. Uh, yeah, it was just very interesting. If you have any stories about tips you had with your significant other, uh, go ahead and put them in this job with hands on the Discord. That'd be great to hear from you. Uh, see what other tips you have. I'm also stealing that. YouTubers do that a lot. Uh, where they go like, uh, if, what, but theirs is always done. Like, have you ever been in a true story? That's a, I'm, I want to be honest. I stole that joke from Pat Keen. But uh, it's a Pat Keen joke. See, copyright Pat Keen forever long ago. And... Um, uh, leave it in the comments on YouTube. Anyway, uh, 
I went. I told this story on Fat Camp or Genius Parade somewhere. But the other day, I went yesterday. Actually, I went to go buy a beer on my way to Chris Mercedes' house, and um, I had a mask on. I had my summer beanie on. I had my new uh, no-show socks and my shoes. And uh, the woman carded me, and I was like, I was like, oh, bitch, you made my week. I didn't say bitch, but you made my month. And she was like, I don't know, you just look really, you just look young. I just had to card you. And I was like, it's, I really do think it's the mask and the beanie. I really do. Um, because I think she would have seen, like, ugh, she would have seen the horror show that's going on underneath. I would have been like, no way she thought it. Um, and I think that's pretty much all the story. I know I'm going to stop this recording and remember, ugh, I didn't tell that story. I didn't tell this story. But here's the beautiful thing. We're in the middle of the week for this Joe Batant. So there is always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow where I can tell you more stories about the banal life of a middle-aged gay Mexican man who preys on the soul of young men. This Joe Batant right here on Afterthought Media.